0: Subway spokesman Jared Fogel, in his own words, talking about how he preyed on children. We went
1: down the rivers, we crossed the plains, over the mountains, we
0: fought in streams.
1: and the USA.
0: USA How the west was sold How the west was sold
2: How the west was sold How the Mira, fuck, right. welcome back to how the west was fucked
1: This is the second of a two-part series about the Great Sioux Uprising, and we're going to skip the cold open of weird shit and just go directly into it, because this episode's fixing to be long as fuck.
3: (laughs) Uh, So Tuesday morning, Lieutenant Gear and 20 or so men and 250 refugees were holed up in the stone barracks at Fort Ridgely. So, uh, with a telescope, Gear could see Indians two miles away.
2: Mm, And they could also see the rings of Saturn. Yep.
3: (laughs) So, they were stopped there and just talking.
2: What, the Indians or the...
3: Indians on what to do next. (laughs) Little Crow kind of did this on purpose um, to, you know, let them know that they're coming. Uh, Two of the chiefs that instigated the attacks were out just looting still. (laughs) So... um, uh, Sheehan's unit would be there in an hour, so they needed to attack right then. Uh, one brave spoke up, uh, numum I kind of butchered. Okay, why it. is
2: his name not translated? And maybe it's. Can't How be. would you pronounce that? I uh, can't see where it is. Oh. I don't fucking know.
1: Okay, try one more time. Okay.
2: Manimal. He's called Manimal. Yep. Manimal.
3: So they, uh, he uh, convinced everybody to take the town to New Elm uh, first. There's no soldiers there, and there's ten times as much shit to steal.
1: Mm-hmm. Most of the warriors agreed. He's uh, riding around with a boombox on his horse playing <laughs> uh, fucking September 25th, 1882. It <laughs> yeah. was a riot on the streets. Tell me <laughs> where <laughs> were
2: you? <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> uh,
3: most of the warriors agree. Uh, Mankato, the chief, not the town, he wanted to attack the fort. So they sat and argued for another two hours. I want to attack hours. the
2: hard target with no supplies.
1: Two hours. Two hours of,
3: this is uh, why, uh, kind of how Indians and honkies were different back then, that you had more individual freedoms if you were a native. Yep. And, you know, you could blindly find somebody and say, oh, walk into that machine gun fire if you're white.
2: But Yeah, yeah.
3: You know, the Indians had more. They're it like, was more. They're
2: like, nah, I'm not going to. You that. got
3: your status for kind of, you know, when you did more. Yeah, it's not like the ranks warred. of the
2: military nobody were the orders. Nobody was forcing you to run in the machine right. gun nest. But if you did and you came out, they're going to be like, ooh, you dope. You yeah, know, like, totally. Yeah. But here it's like, yeah, Little Crow's like, let's go rob the Walmart. And this other guy's, no, let's go rob the heavily armed police station.
1: <laughs> How about we rob the Walmart first? Yeah. So, about two-thirds
3: voted to attack New Elm. Uh, Sheehan's troop gets there while their Sioux are, you know, holding council. (laughs) So, they get more troops in. Damn it. Uh, Major Galbraith gets there with his 50 dudes. Uh, Some, like, most of them are volunteers.
2: So, they suck.
3: So, this uh, increased the size of force they had from 29 to 180. Ooh. So, they're still outnumbered 800 to 200, but still.
2: hey, yeah, you piss with the dick you got. Yep.
3: And you're doing it's like it right now. It's like my grandma always said.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> That's why she pissed standing up. So, New Ulm is 15 miles downriver from Fort Ridgely.
2: Everything seems to be 15 miles from Fort Ridgely. Yep.
3: Uh, most were German immigrants from Chicago or <laughs> Cincinnati. Germans. And, yep. Uh, most stayed behind uh Oh, they organized a militia of 44 men, 14 with rifles and 18 with uh, double-barrel shotguns and 12 with regular shotguns.
2: Oh, wow. So as long as you can get within, like, 15 yards, mm-hmm. you can mildly annoy them with some birdshot.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yep. So women and children were crowded into the hotel. Seems it was packed rookie. so tight. It was packed so tight, they had to remove their hoop skirts. <gasps>
1: So what were they wearing?
2: Petticoats. And yep. Corsets. And, uh, and bonnets. Five layers of underwear. Wooden shoes. <laughs> Asbestos mitts. Yep. All
3: right. So the Sioux attacked New Elm at three in the afternoon. A uh, hundred warriors headed south to raid, uh, uh, led the raid a little, by a little crow. Or actually, no, they split up. Sorry about that. 100 warriors head south and raid with Little Crow. Uh, 100 warriors attack New Elm without a leader, (laughs) so they're just kind of going for it. The Germans had barricaded their streets with wagons, which stopped their advance. Which was clever. Mm -hmm. And after an hour and a half of fighting, they had five Germans dead, no word on how many Indians. But not a lot on either side.
2: A lot of Indians like having to, like I said, pick birdshot out of their ass later that evening. But yeah.
3: Mm -hmm. So this is uh, not a lot of people killed. Uh, Dark clouds kind of bring dumping ass rain. So the Sioux just go
1: home.
2: Nah, we can't effectively burn anything. (laughs) It's raining.
1: Just got rained out. Rain delay. Okay, we'll see you guys uh, tomorrow, I guess. What's the forecast?
3: So the uh, 15 cavalry men, men that, from uh, St. Peter that showed up took all the credit. Uh, the Germans all, of the town also took uh, all the credit. <laughs> yeah, we did
2: w- a very good job saving the town. Yeah. Now will you stop treating us like shit. Yeah, it
3: pissed off the rain who really did it. <laughs> the, rain, the rain should got, got the credit.
2: Yep. <laughs> Fucking blame it on the rain. <laughs>
3: Uh, so back at Little Crow's house, everybody was congregating, telling their tales of bravery, shooting unarmed women and children. <laughs> <laughs> so this kind of pissed off their chiefs. They are telling them yeah, there's no bravery in the children. Fucking millennials, you don't children.
2: even know what it's like.
3: Uh, Little Crow uh, wanted hostages through this whole thing, uh, not victims to kind of bring Whitey to the bargaining table and get kind of better terms whenever they would settle up you'd think they'd still
2: be able to settle up at some point. Yeah, yeah, he's being real optimistic.
3: So it was noon on Wednesday, so uh, this happened uh, Sunday morning, so this is on, we're on Wednesday already. <laughs> uh, Little Crow and 400 Warriors reach Fort Ridgely. They uh, stopped just outside of sight at the post. This time they actually didn't argue in front of them for two hours. But <laughs> they have lunch. <laughs> so um, Then attacked about an hour later.
2: Literally picturing a bunch of Dakota warriors with like fucking Lunchables. Yep, (laughs) like trading their (laughs) juice (laughs) boxes. Do you have an apple? I have a banana. I'll trade.
3: You've got eighteen lunchbox too. (laughs) Dude, you got a cup of noodles? Man. (laughs) So this time they actually had a plan of attack. He wanted to divert the howitzers' attention from the west side of the fort. sound. While the main part attacked coming down from the ravine from the northeast. Uh, Little Crow came with a few warriors, signaled that they wanted to hold council, uh, while the, all the other uh, Indians snuck into the ravine. Yeah.
1: <laughs> oh, look, Paul a. you see your captain.
3: So about two, they were all ready. Uh, they... Fire three shots in the air for the signal, and they charged all the howitzers, but were stopped because,
2: you know. It's fucking howitzers?
3: Yeah. They didn't really want to step in front of cannon fire for some yeah. reason. I guess they're kind of smarter that way. Uh, the few soldiers there actually knew how to use artillery, which will kind of make the difference in this whole thing.
2: Mm-hmm. They actually had experience on this. Holy shit. Well, well, that was wildly uncommon back then.
3: Oh, uh, this time they took a six pounder, and filled it with canister fire.
2: Yep.
1: Uh,
3: the Sioux did not like it. Called them rotten balls. Rotten balls. <laughs>
1: That's my porno name. Yep. Fucking. Okay, <laughs> Mine's Rusty Longsword. <laughs> nice. When I only do like uh, Middle Earth porn. Yeah. You know what canister shot is, right?
2: It's no. like it's like wow, well, six pounder. First of all, pretty good size cannon. Mm-hmm. Well, this is that loaded, basically like a shotgun. Oh, okay. So, you just so it's fired a basically ship. grape shot, almost. Right. You know, but uh. It, it would suck to be running into the middle of that. You'd be,
1: Wasn't that in like a, one of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies where they loaded forks and shit? Well, into they the use cannons? that's
2: called language when you when you use a scrap metal and forks, but uh-huh. it's the same concept. Oh, okay, yeah. Well, yep. this was an actual manufactured meant to be like a cannon shot or a shotgun shell, for gotcha. cannon.
3: Yeah. Later, when they run out of bullets, they'll actually break that open and use them for, mm-hmm. for ammo too.
2: Damn.
3: Yep. Uh, oh, yeah. So after that, they kind of. To take off and abandon Little Crow's plan and spread out and then uh but they keep firing on the fort for the next five hours or so. So
2: is everybody just kinda of just strewn around the area just picking pot shots at the fort? Yep. Just casually <laughs> finishing off that lunchable. Fucking
3: So uh the Sioux after that go back to Little Crow's
1: house. Nice brick house. <laughs> like
2: go back to his house. There's like four hundred dudes
1: like sitting on a couch in the backyard <laughs> fucking so fireplace. Yep,
3: they need. Uh, he knows that they need to take Fort Ridgely before they can go further down the river, and the longer the wait, the more reinforcements can come there. Mm-hmm. So he goes to the upper tribes again. Uh, it starts to rain again. And the Braves kind of get disappointed and start to get drunk, and there were weren't you know. Actually, then a guy gets hit with a bolt of lightning and dies. What
1: the fuck? <laughs> what? Like, that's not a good back, sign. Sitting on his back porch? That's some, Coen, yep.
2: that's some Coen Brother movie shit. Like, you know, just, oh, we're just Man. T- talking about our next moves. like, <sighs> you know. What
1: the fuck? It's yep. a sign that we need to go now. Oh, yeah. So uh, Sibley
3: is still waiting for supplies at this point. That's, that's the relief coming mm. three days later and he's still waiting for Holy supplies.
2: Shit. I am not leaving until I get soap. Yep.
3: This is going to carry on for for the (laughs) next two weeks, actually. Uh, He has made it 15 miles so far from Fort Snelling, uh, and that's on a boat, but he's still like 150 miles away.
2: (laughs) Is he going upriver, I imagine? Yep. Okay, that's why. Uh,
3: So Wednesday night, uh, Shakopee and Red Middle Voices bands, those were the two assholes that wanted to start killing people.
2: Yep, Red Middle Voice.
3: Yep. Uh, they are running out of people to kill, so they were having to go further and further out.
2: (laughs) Running out of victims.
3: And most people have fled east, so he kind of has to go to the other direction, too.
2: Yeah, Um, because you're not going to chase them to, like, fucking Chicago.
3: Little Crow was hoping they would actually join up with him and try to attack the fort like he wanted to. Uh, Come
2: on, guys, I did your thing.
3: (laughs) (laughs) So Simbly is camped out four more days at St. Peter. Uh, he heard reports of this whole Sioux warriors were in on it. Some five thousand armed braves, which is a little more exaggerated from about 150 yeah. people. But uh, simply, all he has is 200 some green troops with outdated muskets. Uh, he probably still would have got beat at that point. i would guess. Yeah. 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 So uh, <laughs> Lil Crow has to attack Fort Ridgely on Friday. So we're almost waited, a week waited, into all it. week.
2: God damn it. <laughs> Thank God it's Friday yep. uh, Let's raid this so, fort and go to fucking Chili's Yep uh,
3: his, uh, w- Some scouts tipped him That uh, um, that Reinforcements would be coming soon I don't know how that did that but um, So he goes off And uh, he only had 400 warriors at that point But he sends runners off to Shakopee and Middle Voice to try to get them to Come back Didn- Doesn't even know where they are <laughs> So he just sends out a bunch of guys <laughs> But by Friday, he had 800 warriors and was on his way. They
2: must have found somebody.
3: Yep. So this time, they would all attack all sides at once. Oh,
2: shit. Circular ninja firing squad. yeah. Yeah.
3: So they outnumbered honky four to one still at this point. Whoa. And it was around noon when the soldiers spotted them coming up. And the attack starts about one. Uh, the Braves attacked, but minutes after had to regroup at the tree line because nothing had broken through, and you know the the cannons again. Yeah, the flaming arrows did not have any effect either, since it was still wet from the rain night <laughs> before. Fuck. <laughs> but uh, they kept up fire basically all day.
1: They need to get the guy that got hit by lightning and th- get him in there, because yeah. like now he probably has he could probably shoot lightning out of his hands and shit, right? It- yeah, then move yeah. things with his mind. That's or, what happens mm-hmm. when he gets struck by lightning. I thought yep. more like you taste like a roast.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> Burns pubic care. Mm,
2: yeah.
3: Yep. So plan B was Little Crow shifted all his uh, guys to the southwest where Mankato was ready with plan B. Like uh, the birth control? Yep. <laughs> and they do set fire to a few houses and wood piles and hay. But Lieutenant Sheehan sees us direct all his fire towards him.
2: Shoot uh, <laughs> at the burning shit!
3: <laughs> yep. But Whitey's were running low on ammo, so he asked Sergeant Jones for advice. He was one of the sergeants who actually had experience. Mm-hmm. So now he sends one of the men off into the grounds, retrieving spent <laughs> Sioux balls.
1: Yeah. Oh, picking up the bullets that were shot yep. at them. Yep. <laughs> well, with a musket, yeah. you can do shit like that. Yeah, we're yeah, still sure.
2: we're still pretty firmly. Yeah, I think the metal cartridge had been invented, but it still wasn't, well, it wasn't that common. Yet. In fact, it is probably more likely that settlers and Indians would have shit like that at that point than the Army, because the Army didn't upgrade their shit until right. the middle of the Civil War. So could you just shove, like, rocks down the barrel and fire those? You technically can, but they're too hard. I mean, you can't. The reason reason why you use lead is because it's going to fill in the gap, because they're a little too big for the barrel. Yeah. And so its lead is soft, so it misshapes it a little bit as
1: it's going in there. To cause pressure. And if you have
2: a regular musket where it's smooth, you can use a round ball to kind of slide in there. With rifling, it kind of bites in there, and it's a little harder to ram down there, but it gives you that spin, and it gives you more accuracy. Yeah, it goes
1: farther. But,
2: I mean, there's talk of, like, people back in the day taking a hunk of—or taking a—you
1: know how bullets,
2: when they hit, they get misformed. Yeah. There was guys that would just chew them back into a rough ball shape and then shove it into their shape. But there's stories of people cramming rocks and shit into there, too, you know. Especially a shotgun, you could load it up with rocks.
3: Funny you say that, because uh, now he has the old and infirm cutting nails to serve as bullets.
2: There you go.
3: <laughs> and they made an awful whistling sound, so I'm sure they didn't hit shit with them. I'm but now
2: picturing- uh, Now it just sounds like- Wait, what? He used uh, oh, nails? Fire, uh, he's using the old and basically, okay, you remember Three Amigos? Yeah. Like, so we're a very old one, so like the wind. It's literally cut nails, grandma, into pieces so we can shove them into our muskets. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is where they take apart the cannon can- canisters and kind of pull oh, out uh, the- Yeah, because the, they're full yeah. of- they're full it of the shot. shot out of them, yep. yeah. yeah. So this is getting late in the afternoon. Uh, Mankato was ready with one last glorious charge from that ravine there. So uh, one of the guys puts two of the 12-pounders and one 24-pounder with, with double cheese. shot in them. <laughs> so basically all the forks and shit. Yep. Uh, So the Sioux kind of piled out wave after wave. But when the cannons started hitting them, they kind of scattered.
2: We made a mistake. Run
1: away. Run away.
3: But uh, Little Crow sees this and says, I'm going to attack from the other side to draw them away. But there's another cannon there. So of the four cannons, they're putting them to pretty good use there. Um, The warriors from the northwest angled out to join the ones from the southwest. So the cannoneers are kind of seeing the, these two guys come together, but all three guns now they can concentrate their fire, <laughs> and as soon as they call it, kind of meet up, meet up they fire it at once, and just kind of ripped everybody to shreds. There. It's like wait till they're all in
2: one big group. <laughs> yep. Fuck, they're stupid. What are they? Are they really doing that? Are they really getting? It, oh, okay. I mean.
3: I wanted one one big last push altogether, I guess. <laughs> but that meant like three dead soldiers and about 100 dead Sioux. So. Yeah.
2: It's mm. like, oh, something's gone terribly wrong. This is not as easy as it was a couple of days ago. Somehow. Yeah.
3: So the Sioux were kind of forlorn, kind of mopey after <laughs> that.
2: <laughs> we'll go back and kill some more babies. I'll take my ball and go home.
3: Yep. Uh, so he decides, instead of trying to the army again, uh, that they would go back to New Elm and try that over to Attack with.
2: the Germans again.
3: Yep. <laughs> well, before it wasn't uh, Little Crow. Now they would just, everybody this the town there. He was hoping to get hostages to get better terms again. He didn't really want to kill too many more people. Right. But this meant uh, New Elm got fortified even more. More wagons. And uh, the, yeah, they piled up earth around them too, with wagon parts and rocks, Ooh. whatever they had around.
2: Probably about, and cows yeah. and horses, church <laughs> pews, and. made an earth ship. Yep, mm-hmm. fantastic.
3: So within like a small downtown area, there's like a thousand refugees in there,
2: <laughs> and about a hundred rifles.
3: Yep, and uh, they were joined by three hundred or more militia. A uh, third of them were unarmed at all. <laughs> Picturing, probably, like, probably thirty had of modern efficient rifles.
2: Picturing just breaking up glass and like rolling your fist in it, like Liam Neeson.
3: <laughs> oh, like all the, the PBS, Here. the news fight and Ron Burgundy.
1: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I stabbed a man mm. with a trident. <laughs> where'd you get a hand grenade? I don't know. Rick, you have a grenade. Where yeah. did you get that? <laughs> I, don't I have know. no idea. Yeah. yeah. So
3: Judge Flandow, he's the guy uh, commanding the militia there, whose pappy was law partners with Aaron
2: Burr. Okay,
3: he saw columns of smoke coming from Fort Ridgely, so he sends seventy-five of his men across the river to find out what what's going on there. <laughs> it comes so with the kind of, Sarge? it's not enough. No, it's not enough go. soldiers
2: to do jack shit. Yeah, but it's plenty out. of soldiers to lose. Yeah, doing jack shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
3: So, this was a ploy by Little Crow to get them across the river, and it worked. Yep. The Braves cut them off. and
2: nice fun size element.
3: Yep. So, they are cut on the opposite side of the river. Uh, now, Little Crow has new elms around it. Um, so, Flandell sends out whatever men he could to spare, uh, kind of sets men outside the barricades at the edge of town. So, uh, they didn't want the Sioux taking on any of the outbuildings. But their line quickly broke. Uh, these guys have never fought Indians before.
2: <laughs> That's a common theme. Though.
3: Yep. So, most made it back to the barricade, though. So, Little Crow thought this was uh, a ploy to get him to go in, a feint, uh, to come into town. But it was just these guys being prissies. They're just idiots. <laughs> <laughs> so, if he would have chased them at that time, he probably would have got...
2: You know, killed them Killed them all Yeah, But he was like Oh damn They're employing A brilliant strategy Trying to lead me Into a trap Just as I have done <laughs> And they're like "No, oh, god Help me
3: <laughs> So the are Kind of held uh, Out at the outbuildings Firing from windows And kind of being careful But they missed One of the outbuildings uh, A four story windmill So these guys Fresh With guns
2: windmill.
3: Yeah I, I don't get it either <laughs> So, these guys had actually high ground and actually could shoot, which kind of stopped the advance.
2: Probably some some buffalo hunters from Adobe Walls that were retired.
3: Yep. So, this is kind of in the first hour. They only had 10 people killed, 50 wounded, and then the other 75 honkies across the river. (laughs) So, Flandell's force was less than 200. Uh, Dr. Mayo was operating on people at the time and ye- <laughs> simultaneously yelling at the people running away from the flight to get back or he'll shoot them. You fucking pussies.
2: <laughs> Why well, do y'all got to remember what's, what time period
1: is this? No, this is the mid-1800s. This there's is the, literally no,
2: the Civil War. There was
1: no uh, no way to knock somebody out while, they're, while you're doing well, surgery. Well, it's just well documented how
2: like, amputations and shit went. Yeah, oh yeah. And, uh, and this is not even in well supply ish civil yeah. war conditions. So know. there
1: probably wasn't even enough liquor to get this like, asshole drunk. Well, I don't have a knife. On. I'm going to have to pound his leg off with a shoeing hammer. <laughs> but did it say what he was operating on? Like what the actual procedure was? It's going to be bullet wounds. Uh, yeah, probably. probably. Yeah. <laughs> and most bullet
2: wounds, if they're in the extremity, extremity back in those days, they would smash
1: your bone. Yep. So that shit's just generally coming off. Yep.
3: Yep. <laughs> So it was... That's got to
1: be disheartening, though. You got, you're got being operated on by a doctor who's screaming, Get back there, you pussies! Fight these motherfuckers! <laughs> <laughs> Give me a bottle of whiskey. Mm-hmm. Not, for the, not for the patient. For well, me. some for the patient. <laughs> for the doctor. <laughs> yeah!
3: A stalemate now. Uh, Little Crow sees the wind shift though. Can you call him Lil Crow?
2: Lil, like Lil Wayne? Yeah. yeah oh, he sounds like a fucking SoundCloud rapper. That's man. exactly
3: how I have it written every time.
2: Lil Crow. <laughs> Lil Crow with a K. <laughs>
3: so he sets fire to K-R-A. the prairie. Yep. Uh, Crowbot. And the wind carries the flame into town. So the Flandau saw the suit gathering for a final attack and he says, This is crazy enough. It just
2: might work. <laughs> I want to so, burn this whole town down. No, nope. what it sounds like. No, it
3: confused him when he attacked first and ran oh. straight at him. They're <laughs> like, "What? Why?" <laughs>
2: <laughs>
3: so four settlers get killed, but when yeah, when they get close, the Sioux run away. Well, like I gun. just watched yeah.
2: YouTube yesterday of a uh, uh, Canada goose chasing a silverback gorilla. That shit was a lot like that. these
1: are fucking scary, man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just picked up that game for my Switch, the uh, Untitled Goose Game. What? Have you played that? Uh uh-uh. uh Did you ever play a uh, 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 goat simulator? No. They're both really cool. Uh, Untitled Goose Game is you're a fucking goose and you're just like yes, like waddling wadd- waddling around a fucking town like pissing people off. Okay. Every every part of town has like different checklist and you have to like do everything on the checklist and it's like steal this guy's hat, fucking uh, shit. Yeah, like, like piss off this guy Well, you don't shit There's a button to, to S- quack So unrealistic there's a, Or a honk
2: Geisha There's a shit. honk
1: button And then there's a button That lets you just All it does is let you Hang your fucking wings out Like come at me, bro To big, yeah <laughs> Gotta freak people <laughs> fucking out Fucking awesome <laughs> so This bitch keeps like Swinging a broom at you And so you gotta Pick it up when she's not looking And go break it <laughs> <laughs> That's like one of the things you gotta do, it's fucking awesome. Yeah,
2: is it like cartoon looking goose or is it yeah. like, okay, I'm, it'd be funnier if it was like photo real goose oh, stealing, that'd be cool. stealing brooms and <laughs> yeah. smoke and crack. <laughs> yeah, no,
1: I think it, I don't know if it's made by the same company, but there's a game a few years ago called uh, uh, Goat Simulator 2015 or something like that, and you're a goat. <laughs> okay. Running around Actually like if you play Some of the other modes You can play as a microwave With legs And the microwave There's a button you push And it goes Ka-ding And then the door opens And a microwave pizza Comes flying out And you can kill shit with it <laughs> The fuck Where's this from? Uh, I don't know I got that one on Steam I don't remember the Eastern company era. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh Europe Yeah Possibly Japan Oh Yeah so, uh,
3: the settlers have another problem. They see the Sioux coming in behind them <laughs> and hiding out in the outbuilding, shooting the other way at them. <laughs> so, Flando orders uh, these buildings to be burnt. burned. Yep. And to leave no cover for the Sioux. By this time, it's getting dark, though. So, they call it a day.
2: Yeah. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Same time, Nick. See right you guys tomorrow. tomorrow morning. Yeah, lucky that. I was about to burn the town to save the town. <laughs> so
3: 32 settlers are dead, 60 wounded, 190 horses. Oh, houses, not horses. Torched.
2: I was going to say, there was no way there's that many horses in there. We rode off on the houses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now I'm picturing like, the TV doctor house, like a bunch of him. Like the guy with uh, from the, you know, the show House.
1: Oh that guy yeah like bunch, bunch of that guy <laughs> right off on the houses, right the houses. <laughs>
3: House on house uh, okay flando evacuated
2: Flanders
0: is there another vietnam going on hello neighborino to the north I sure like the cut of your gibberish Cohen woody doodly. idly doodly. doodly. Doodly
3: doodly uh, he almost left a barrel of whiskey, uh, behind flavored with strychnine. Ooh. Ooh that's but my at favorite the last, flavor. last minute changed his mind and smashed it with an ax. Aww. So he was a good guy. So they march all through the night, the 30 miles to Mankato. All
2: through the night. Uh, no sight
3: of the Sioux. They're just back probably eating Lunchables again.
2: Yep. Uh. Out of Lunchables had to switch to just PB&J. What a, yeah.
3: Uh, Flando, once they reach Mankato, rides another 30 miles to St. Peter to meet with Sibley, who's still stuck there trying to get more troops and supplies. Stupid, sexy (laughs) Flando.
0: I sure like the cut here, gibberish. Uh, this
3: was day eight. Uh, (laughs) it would be eight more days later, so almost uh, two weeks, 16 days, uh, that, uh, Sibley would actually get to Fort Ridgely.
2: Wait a minute, your math is fucked. Almost two weeks, 16 days. Yep. Over two weeks.
3: Yeah, that's what I said. Almost Almost, over. Almost would be
1: like 13 days. Yes. <laughs> this price is right, baby. <laughs> Stop no whammies. Closest without going over. Yep. So uh,
3: Little Crow knows that his old friend Sibley will come eventually, so he starts taking his bands to the upper agency, hoping again to join forces. They refuse again. Uh, arguments are breaking out, uh, but the upper sioux invite the lower sioux for a feast so they can kind of make their claims um they wanted the women and children prisoners returns the upper guys um they could not convince them so they got ready to fight their own kind
2: oh cool so there's going to be a civil war in amongst the mm-hmm.
1: great in amongst you... the natives
2: yes okay
1: during the oh other of the people war. that are like kill them all or you know like hey look Man,
2: hey, like, well, well, I think it was a lot of those guys that didn't fight. They're like, "Look, man, you're fucking it up. Yeah, like, yeah. we got to give some of these women and kids back, right. or else they're gonna rain shit on us." Yep. So little by
3: little, people kind of go from the lower to join the upper to, to you know,
2: not go to war so anymore. Like West Side Story.
3: Mm-hmm. So the lower Sioux decide to go back to their camp. Um, little Coral mm. would try to keep more reinforcements coming originally, while the rest would go back to New Olm. Now deserted to do some looting. <laughs> While the lower Sioux were away, the soldiers were out burying the dead. This is the other camp or, uh, attack we have. They uh, camped the night at Birch Cooley, confident the Indians were 100 miles away back at the upper camp.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, the There's Sioux... There's no sharks in this water.
3: Nope. So the Sioux surround the camp at night and plan on attacking in the morning. So, just before four, just before daylight, a uh, guard saw something move. Could have been a dog, could have been a coyote, but he fired anyway, and then as st- Sue stood up. Oh. Hey, then another, and then another. Oh. <laughs> so, the whiteys freak out and just start shooting wildly in the, the half-darkness there. Um, so, for about an hour, Big, Eagle, Big Eagles Braves uh, shot the shit out of camp. Uh, by full light, the soldiers had 22 dead, 60 seriously wounded. And so they're getting their ass kicked on this Holy one. Shit. All their horses were shot.
2: Well, that's I mean, because they're a all given. hobbled yeah. together.
3: So Whitey had no way to get back to Ridgely. Uh, they could be they're already surrounded, so they could be picked off at leisure or starved out. Uh, but at least well, they had plenty of picks and shovels to dig pits yep, to hide in for graves. For you know, just dig the grave on top of yourself. And
2: plenty of horses to eat.
3: Yep. Or uh, crawl
2: inside of like a tauntaun. Yep. Yeah.
3: So they had a lot to hide behind. But they're running out we of ammo. Hide behind
2: this pile of corpses. <laughs>
3: <laughs> they're running out of ammo. Uh, one brave soldier ran out and got the reserves from a wagon. Only to find that they were larger caliber.
2: No, of course. <laughs> so they had to
3: whittle them down. Clark, start chewing these
2: stupid musket <laughs> balls
1: again.
3: Also, they were uh, cut off from water, too. And they only had one head of cabbage to eat between <laughs> <the> survivors.
1: <laughs> between how many people? <laughs>
2: like uh, 20-some? Yeah. <laughs> All right, one leaf at a time, guys. I'm like,
1: I eat it one leaf at a time. Yep.
2: So it... The,
3: the Sioux were well-supplied. They had access to the creek, so they're kind of, you know, laying back in the grass and taking a nap and while they're shooting.
2: <laughs> Got any more of those Lunchables?
3: Yep. Uh,
1: is it too warm out here for the breeze? <laughs> yep. Oh.
3: So they are 14 miles away from Fort Ridgely. Everything is 14 to 15 miles away from everything. Yes, yeah, but you're uh, poking holes in my story. <laughs> uh, so but, uh, the contours of the Coulee and the Bluffs... Ooh. Tell kind of about those sexy contours. Yeah, <laughs> it's more of a, a you know, a football shaped lady. Oh, I was going to say yeah. hourglass, but yeah.
1: Reverse hourglass. <laughs>
3: <laughs> so uh, that kind of made the sound carry enough to, you know, just barely hear it. Uh, Sibley uh, wasn't had to be convinced of that too. He's like, what? Let me show it. And yeah, it was a whole thing. So at noon, he sends, uh, this is after it's been you know attacked for a couple of hours, Colonel McPhail, 240 McPhail?
1: men. McPhail? McPhail? Yep. Ooh. And
3: two <laughs> howitzers.
1: Uh, Sorry, son, you can't be in the military. <laughs> <laughs> yep.
3: Um, so they were getting there slowly, at, uh, and then they get about only three miles down. Um, they see some Sioux setting up a defensive position. He freaks out, thinks they're surrounded, even though it was only like 50-some Braves. And it was also kind of a ploy by Chief Mankato to look like there was more, you know, pop-up here and there. He's got,
1: like, scarecrows set up. Yep. Oh, yeah, just like the uh, 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 the Three Amigos. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Little cowboy.
3: Uh yep. So Sibley gets word and uh, assembles a thousand troops. So yes. now he finally has some troops. But it was midnight until he reached uh, McPhail.
1: <laughs> Could we just call him MC Fail? <laughs> MC yep. Fail. Oh, actually, Epic Rap Battles of History tonight: MC Fail versus yep. <laughs> Little Crow.
3: <laughs> Sibley still hasn't get in there. He actually just sent some reinforcements, but he's still waiting back there. But it was uh, till midnight uh, before he got there. Uh, so, Birch Cooley would have to wait uh, th- uh, another half a day for a rescue. That's uh, 31 hours of siege before the Sioux scattered the next morning. So, that was fun.
2: Well, at least when the sun went down, they probably weren't getting picked off with as much regularity. Yeah. And, you know.
3: No. Uh, so Sibley was facing some criticism For taking two weeks to get 100 miles <laughs> He even offered his resignation But was turned down No one else was available
1: No no I insist <laughs> I, qu- I quit uh,
3: So he tried to rebrand it as A civilian rescue mission not a
2: <laughs> Attack
3: Not an attack
1: Oh yeah the spin machine We're
2: FEMA. <laughs> Never mind these cannons and shit
3: Yeah So Sibley knows that the Sioux could keep this up for forever (laughs) and extend this war for months. So he sends word to Little Crow for counsel, and then he asks for more troops again.
2: (laughs) Now we're getting into how Americans fight Indians.
3: Mm -hmm.
2: We'll talk to them and then uh, kill them immediately after that.
3: So Little Crow knows now that he can't win either. So he even writes to Sibley and asks for a truce. Uh, he, but in Soudan tradition, he tells his Braves first. Uh, they boo him. <laughs> <laughs> so, so then he vows to fight f- to the death. Uh, he had the note tore up. It's like fine. That's <laughs> kind of rad
1: that booing is like a, uh, it like you know breaches a uh, language uh, barrier. Language barrier, and you know it's like in every, it's like kissing. It's like in every, uh, you know. What? Culture. Settlement culture on Earth, yeah.
2: Is kissing? There's gotta be some tribe somewhere that thinks it's the devil or something.
1: What well, oh yeah. Christians. Oh yeah. not till you're married. And
2: some room for the Holy Spirit.
3: Any once you're supposed to t- touch we the tip did. of your oh. penises.
1: Oh. <laughs> I only have one penis, I so can't touch the tips of the a...
3: Mm-hmm. <laughs> So, in the morning, he did not have uh, very many people following him, like maybe 10.
2: <laughs> well, he's just riding out to meet with Sibley, isn't he? Or is um, he riding out to—oh, f- yeah, because he's going to fight, but now they're like— well, Yeah, he, that was him.
3: his plan to give up, but he got talked it into it, and f- now he want, wants to go fight with 10 people.
2: Well, he'll just go fight four people yep. instead of 40.
3: So he still wants to try to keep uh, you know, reinforcements and supplies to go to Ridgely. Uh, the rest of the guys just wanted to burn and loot, because that's a lot more fun. Yeah. So they're going west to uh, Forest City in Hutchinson. Uh, 75 men left for the towns, leaving Little Crow with 30-some men behind. Okay. <laughs> uh, so he kind of loses his chiefness. He turns over leadership to his uh, half-brother, White Spider.
2: Is that the same one he got into the shooting contest with? No,
3: or- I think that's...
2: White spider? White spider. Sick. What was the other cool one? Something ghost? Fucking... Killer ghost? Killer ghost. (laughs) Walking ghost, I think. Uh, Ghost face killer? No, wait.
1: (laughs) Oh, killing ghost. Killing ghost. Yeah, because it sounded like a... Killing joke. Killing joke, but it wasn't.
3: So the two groups had out, um, two different groups that left, that night camping near each other. Also camped by was Captain Richard Strout and 55 Recruit's. Sent to protect uh, one of the uh, towns that were going to get looted in Forest City. So neither side knew about each other. <laughs>
2: oh, shit.
3: Until <laughs> 3 a.m. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> when a messenger from Forest City told him about the Sioux along the way. So he set the troops to work whittling down the mini balls for their Belgian made muskets.
2: Oh, that's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Instead of doing it in the middle of the battle, like just, just stick with me here. We can trim down the musket balls before. See, before the battle, we'll trim them down. Right, but I don't and need them we, right now. Why are we doing be, this right beca- now? Because you're going to be very busy. I think we'll you'll find later.
1: Right, um, but I, I'm not shooting them right now. Why do just I need wanna them right go now? Go back to sleep, you lazy piece of shit. That's <laughs> okay.
3: <laughs> oh, it's
1: not time for school yet, Dad. Go. Shut
2: up. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was a good dream.
3: Uh, so the army moves out in the morning as fast as they could, but they were soon spotted by Sioux scouts. White spider, uh, that would dun, be a little, dun, 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 little crow's dun, dun, band of 30 guys, cut them off. They strout formed a skirmish line and even kind of held their ground for a little bit. They played dodgeball. But then they were attacked by the rear by the group who left the little crow. Oh shit. <laughs> shit. So, um... Uh, Strout told them to fix bayonets and fight their way through, which they actually did.
2: Well, I was going to say in this time period, you know, you can actually get some shit done still with a bayonet if you're using a single, you know.
3: Yep. Yeah. So they had to leave behind their dead and supplies. So that was six dead, 23 wounded, but they did reach Hutchinson eight miles away. The two groups, uh, um, rejoined the two groups of Sioux. And wanted to coordinate their attack at the same time, half to Forest City and other half to Hutchinson. Uh, they marched through the night, and at 3 a.m., the uh, advance party rode into Forest City.
2: Got a lot of shit happening at 3 a.m. all of a, sudden. a Yeah,
3: but the settlers there were tipped off the day before that the Indians were coming and Red had West. built fortifications. Hutchinson had the same dealio. Uh, the Sioux burned and stole some shit, but the towns were mostly safe. Um now, Little Crow was hoping that the Braves would be more willing to deal since they failed again,
2: and everything um, was turning into forts.
3: Yep, uh, shit was actually spreading west to uh, Fort Abercrombie Am- was under attack. That's on the North Dakota border. Yep, but, um, Sioux Falls was abandoned and burned, parts of it, <laughs> and it never recovered. Mm-hmm. Fuck you, Miles City. Mm. Fuck, take it. Yep. Uh, Governor Ramsey writes to Washington, D.C. for help at this time. You call that macaroni
1: and cheese? <laughs> That's fucking bullshit. <laughs> Dude,
3: and yep, just the week before, the union got beat the shit out of at Bull Run. Yep. And they were more worried about defending the Capitol. <laughs> yeah. Lincoln said that he couldn't spare any men, maybe a little bit of ammo, but he thought it would look good to at least send a leader. But he chose a leader he just fired yeah. <laughs> from full run, General John Poop. <clears throat> John Poop? John Poop, yep. Pape. Pape. Uh, this is September 19th. Sibley left uh, Fort Ridgely, um, finally. This is 32 <laughs> days since the first attack. <laughs> so now he's ready. He had 1,600 men with men uh, with actual ammo and ammo rations. Holy shit. Um, the things were a lot better, but Sibley still complained. <laughs>
2: well, what's he complaining about? He's the one holding up everything. Yep. Yeah. Sorry.
3: Um, Pope arrives. He realized he didn't have much of an army either. He asked for more, more troops, <laughs> and he was turned down again. So just made everybody all pissed off. Still marching at a snail space. By this time, the Sioux were kind of fractioned up. Um, a, another uh, <coughs> Sibley's rationales. Was uh, he thought by avoiding actually attacking them, he m- kept the friendly Indians friendly instead of emboldened and maybe making more terrorists. Well,
2: I mean, that's kind of
3: it's true. The
2: idea, but you still—that's what happened anyway. Yeah, you still gonna you got to fight the ones that are fighting though, because you know.
3: So uh, three days later, the Sioux chiefs decide to ambush him. Oh, early in the morning, like, like maybe three a.m. Yep. But uh, that morning, a few men, these guys actually had some Civil War experience, so they knew how to rob melons in the morning from abandoned farms. What? Because they weren't getting any food.
2: Oh, rob, okay. <laughs> rob
3: melons in the morning? Rob melons in the morning. <laughs>
1: It's WKRP, <laughs> hey, Rob, Rob Melons in the Morning. Rob huh? Melons
2: in the Morning with the beeves. <laughs> 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 with, with, the, with the herd of bees.
1: <laughs> Rob Melons and <of> the beeves.
3: <laughs> Harry <laughs> Melons. <Ugh. laughs> so they come across some Indians uh, ready to attack. Uh, one got shot in the leg, but the rest booked it back on foot. Uh, their company commander was Major Abe Welch. Uh, saw this, and without consulting, Sibley ordered his 270 men out. He didn't ask for permission. So the Sioux formed a semicircle a mile from camp. But uh, instead of sending reinforcements, Sibley sent another officer to tell him to fall back. <laughs> then another. <laughs> So Welch gets shot in the leg. Um, three men ran past him and threatened to shoot them if they didn't return. So what? they Wait. returned. So as the, this Wait, guy gets he's shot he's in laying the leg, ground with his leg all fucked up, three guys run past him. He's like, "I'm gonna shoot you if you don't come
2: back." Shoot Welch?
3: No, the three guys that ran past. Him.
1: Oh, he oh, said, right. "You guys come back here. I'm gonna shoot you." Yep.
2: Are they running towards the sewer or away from the sewer? Away. Okay, I, I thought there was some Braveheart shit happening yeah. for a second. No. Nope.
1: Okay. Uh, he
3: uh, had those guys take him away, to a wagon for cover, uh, but he became indignant, okay. ordering to be taken to a hill to watch the battle. <laughs> <laughs> I want to watch the
1: battle! I like to watch. Yeah.
3: So Sibley actually sees some more suit coming up from a ravine and actually dispatch the 7th Minnesota. Whoa. These guys actually had uh, Civil War experience.
2: Then what and, the fuck are they doing back in Minnesota?
3: That's the part that Abe Lincoln, you know, he sent out Pope, but...
2: Oh, he sent him a little bit? Okay. Just
3: a few people out there, I guess. Gotcha. Um, I think they sent, like, uh, gave the option for Southerners to join up, too.
2: Okay. Yeah. One is probably maybe, like, if it's the Seven Missiles, oh, well, their families are under attack, you know. They're, otherwise, they're going to just desert, maybe, and go back or something, was maybe the worry. Yep. I don't know.
3: So after uh, the six-pound howitzer and canister shot, the uh, Indians dispersed away uh, again. Sibley sent out some more to actually stop another advance. In less than two hours, the Sioux were gone. This was the Battle of Wood Lake. Seven soldiers died, thirty-four wounded. Chief Mankato was killed by canister fire. Oh shit! Fifteen Sioux killed, fifty wounded. The soldier scalped the dead Sioux. This pissed off Sibley. Soldier
1: scalped the dead Sioux? Yep. Okay.
3: So Sibley's still on the side of the Indians. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So instead of pursuing the fleeing Sioux, Sibley wrote a letter asking for more supplies again. (laughs) (laughs) Little Crow went back to camp wondering what to do. Uh, Maybe release the white prisoners as an act of good faith. Uh, Maybe they would get to stay.
2: Probably not Yeah
3: uh, But when he got back He saw that the friendlies uh, The friendly Indians The upper ones Took most of the captives And were ready to fight The hostile Indians over them So it was like Oh wow If we don't give these people back You're going to give us All a fucking kill Yeah man. yeah you don't want Stop that
2: Stop being an West was all, And the West was Fuck, fuck, fuck I love football And I
0: love relaxing Cause for me Relaxing always includes goals. The smokeless tobacco, just a pinch between my cheek and gum, gives me great tobacco taste without lighting up. Got the sea, the breeze, got my skull, nothing's going to make me move. Think I'll play some touch. Skull, brother. Try going smokeless. A pinch is all it takes.
3: Uh little crow's (laughs) warriors actually wanted to attack the other Sioux, but um at first so did little crow but they decided against it um little crow told his wives to pack
2: (laughs) pack your (laughs) shit. we got to get out of here
3: little crow said if you stuck around you'd be hung like a woman instead of being shot like a man you
2: know how i feel about that (laughs) and this woman is hung Yep. yep hung like a woman or shot like a man
3: so he gave the order to return rest of the prisoners to the friendlies not too many Braves obeyed him at the time, though, because he lost all respect. Yeah.
2: No respect. Fuck me, you, you're saying shit that makes sense. <laughs> uh, we'll Wants to loot.
3: So, next morning, Little Crow leaves with uh, more than 100 warriors. So, he still had a few people with him still. Um, Little Crow sent word to Sibley saying that the prisoners were ready to be picked up. It was three more days before Sibley took off. Jesus Christ. So 269 captives were released. Oh, that's a lot of captives. Uh, So 162 of them were mixed bloods, and 107 were pure, straight, uncut honkies.
1: Uncut. Uncut. That means they still have their foreskin. Yes. Yep. Even the women.
3: So uh, a lot of the Sioux took off, especially the ones that participated in the killing. Um, Wonder why. Then the other guys, the upper Sioux who didn't, uh, turned themselves in. About one week, about 800 of them turned themselves in. They were promised not to be hung. Yeah. Sibley knew most of the guilty fled. Um, Sibley was made general by Lincoln for, because of this. Then mm-hmm. <laughs> he has uh, more troops sent out to get the rest to surrender. By October 11th, you know, he, by this time he knew he had to actually go out and do something. Um,
2: <laughs> now that everything's pretty much ending.
3: Yep. But instead of getting the ones who fled, he told the remaining Sioux that they were getting their annuities. Annuities. <laughs> so the Sioux had to line up outside the ruins of the warehouse where they kept all their food at one time. <laughs> There's no food in
2: those ruins. You just can't see it.
3: After they said their name, uh, they led 269 warriors through a doorway Told them to leave their weapons there and arrested them. <laughs> Seems legit. <laughs> oh
1: yeah.
2: So you want your annuity? What, what's your name? Oh yeah. We just through this through the store. Like nothing bad's gonna happen. Everybody
1: here. gets a loaf of bread. Put your gun here, please. Yeah, Thank we're not. You. You're not gonna
2: be in any trouble. We're, you know, we're just gonna get you your bread. Uh, yeah.
3: Then uh, they would be tried by a five man military commission. Sibley didn't even want to be uh, sit in on that. Um, no. Course, the suit do not get any defense representation or lawyer, Where, or why would they have, have no yeah. idea what's going on?
2: Yeah, and in, no,
1: it's like, like an immigration court now.
2: Well, I think yeah. they were saying they were like sometimes trying them like four or five at a time or something, too.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, bag.
2: hey, you're an Indian, and you were at this thing, good, guilty.
3: Uh, at least Sibley wanted a trial instead of just killing them like most people wanted there. Uh, actually, they did not get any of. Uh, Actual testimony from the prisoners.
2: No, that why, yeah. would, you, why would you allow that? Much <laughs> like I don't know why would we want pe- uh, uh, witnesses at the current
1: impeachment trial. Like, oh why, yeah, why would you? Why would you want people actually incriminating the criminals? Yeah, yeah. Why, what, what what good would that do? Uh,
3: the first person tried uh, was a mixed French Canadian slash African man named Joseph Godfrey. Wow. He was married to a Sioux woman, though, so that was close enough for him. Oh, wow. (laughs) Though there was no witnesses uh, claiming they saw him murder anyone, Mm -hmm. but uh, witnesses saw him in the company of warriors who did, so he was sentenced to death for that. Wow. Wow.
1: Guilty by association. And being black. Yeah. Definitely being black.
3: So there was also a Sioux guy named Cheska (laughs) who helped uh, save this uh, one lady, Sarah Wakefield's life, multiple times by hiding her and saying that. She was going to be his squaw and stuff mm-hmm. like that, which she actually testified to. Uh, he was sentenced to death, too, even though Sarah was the one who uh, got him to turn himself in. Yeah. Great. <laughs> so Sarah was pissed off and yelling at the judges, which led the gossip rags to uh, say that she was in love with, uh, with Chaska.
2: Ooh, Indian <laughs> lover. Ew. Ew.
3: Uh, Sarah actually visited him after uh, he was chained Dead. to twenty others in prison. Oh, and then he kind of yelled at her for convincing. To stay. Yeah, no shit.
1: <laughs> should have let you
2: die, bitch. So, or at least you should have like let me not turn myself in. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yep.
3: So there was probably some guys that weren't innocent, but not too many. Yeah. Uh, as soon as they admitted to being present, at, just present at any of the battles. I'm sure, you know, the battles were actually the ones that uh, Little Crow was leading, not the ones that are actually out writing and Just killing people. Just chopping up babies and people. shit. Yeah. Um, doesn't matter if he shot or anything like that. Uh, they were all condemned. As time along, went along, the judges knew the details would roll through. Oh, yeah. The judges knew all the details so well that they would roll through the case in like five minutes. Yeah. Uh, Forty men were tried in a single day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Is that one judge?
2: I think a panel of judges. It's a military tribunal. Oh, oh, the five people, right, guys. Yeah.
3: So once they realized that those who admitted taking part in any way would be hung, they started claiming to be as innocent as
2: possible. Yeah. It's like, no.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, I've never met these
1: other guys before. I don't even know what killing is. Who
2: told them they were going to be hung? (laughs) It was going really easy now. They seem a little less enthusiastic.
3: (laughs) Yep. Uh, Sibley didn't want to hang anyone. He wasn't actually sure if he had the authority to do so. Mm. He asked Pope. Pope didn't know. They asked DC. Sibley had patrols out just burying bodies. Sometimes they found just a skull since it's been a couple of months now. Uh, rest were either carried off by yotes or it by the farm pigs. <laughs> yotes, coyotes. Uh, oh, gotcha. Uh, there's a lot of fires to a lot of the houses that you know you couldn't really pick all the bones out mm-hmm. of. So the body count is not really known. Um, so uh, by November 5th, they tried a total of 392 Sioux. Mm-hmm. 16 got jail. 307 death. Ooh. <laughs> Sibley and Pope wanted executions ASAP because they're trying to hold off people trying to riot. Yeah. Pope wired Lincoln all the names. He wanted all the case uh, case uh, case uh, notes and stuff.
1: Because well, uh, Lincoln was a, he's a lawyer, right? Yep. Yeah. And he's and, like,
2: well, he also wanted to make sure at some point it was made clear to him like, okay, there was some and shit happening and there was some fighting troops shit happening. And Lincoln's like, well, if they're fighting troops, that's war shit. That's not murder. Right. If they're just killing, you know, somebody's actually wanting. If, they, he if was they're making, just like,
1: I don't know, say, chopping up a baby and throwing all the parts at its yeah, mother, that's different. That's <laughs> different. But
2: he was actually trying to make that distinction, which is really odd for that time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know. Whoa, crazy.
3: Yeah. But he lowered the number to executed
1: to 39. So Oh, yeah. shit. That's a vast improvement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. still
3: 10%. Uh, the Minnesotans were mad. They were mad
2: as heck. Oh, gosh, darn it. What, <laughs> name double hockey stick? That, that son of a bucking Lincoln. <laughs> Land sakes. Darn
3: you to heck. Uh, some Sioux uh, had the same name, but that really mattered to Whitey. There's yeah. like five Chaskas. <laughs> yeah. um, one of the guys was a, one of the good ones that shouldn't have been executed. Uh, one of the good ones. One I of pres- the good ones. I, that came out wrong. Yeah. One, of the, one of the people that helped out. Yeah. Uh, the settlers, actually, uh, I think he was the guy who helped defend the fort yeah. that one night. Um, uh, oh, yeah. And then uh, the day after uh, Christmas, 1862, third, oh, they gave one person a last-minute reprieve.
2: Well, or also, we're going to talk about uh Shakopee and medicine bottle. Oh, yeah. Well, they escaped into Canada and then yep. got, got drugged by some other
3: Indians and, and just
2: ship back. Well, that's the drugged. Yep. But uh, well, they yeah, got that,
3: drunk and ethered.
2: Well, I said drugged. <laughs> drugged. Oh. But yeah, so was, like a couple of the chiefs escaped up into Canada, and then uh, they were like, "Yeah, we want no fucking part of this," and just kind of like got them chemically altered, and then uh, sold them back. Wait. Yep. Chemically altered. They got they drugged them with ether.
3: Actually, that was a couple of years down the line. No. I think from... No.
2: Oh. No. Or maybe that was, okay, oh shit, I was conflating it with, because uh, this is them getting you know, hung, but it's not oh, the whole big Bay- okay. Mankato one. I see okay. that.
3: So, Little Crow goes west, first to Devil's Lake for a week, then down to the Missouri, trying to get all them uh, Devil's Lakotas Lake.
2: Devil's Lake fucking sucks.
3: Uh, to join them. No takers. Uh, one village, he harassed them so much for a month that the tribe just left. <laughs> 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 just woke up one morning and they're all gone. Uh, he tried to get a band to attack uh, Fort Pier. Uh, not only did they refuse, they posted guards in front of the fort. <laughs> <laughs> he even goes upriver to the Mandan and Rhee and Gros Venture. They're traditional enemies to uh, try to get them to fight. When they rode up, they got fired upon and eight braves died.
1: Okay. <laughs> Shit. So I guess that's a no then.
2: Well, this is kind of illustrative, though, of the fact that, like... You know the the whole thing where the white man's like, all these Indians just want to fuck you up, and none of them are trying to live in peace, and blah blah. Because this is still relatively early in the process. Yeah. And when this, some of these other bands are like, no, we don't want to fight enough. We're like, we'll help fucking defend the fort. Get the fuck out of here with your war shit. Yeah. Now, you're going to notice over time, a lot of these same bands, that attitude changed after no more and more encroachment and, you know, but... Well,
1: and, and, like, w- the whole reason this one started, I mean, what's the saying? Like, the humanity's like, three missed meals away from a revolution? Yeah, pretty I much. I guess what fucking happened? Yeah. Like, the, the, the guys are, we must follow all the rules, so you won't get your rations until we, f- you know, figure out why such and such is late. And, and then it I was like, profit. cool. Fuck yourself. Yep. Fuck you.
2: But I'm just like, saying it's very illustrative of uh, how much like the natives were trying to yeah. be compliant in most cases, right?
1: And like the path of least resistance is you yeah. know like un- until they get backed into a corner to the point where they're just like, dude, what the fuck? Like but then, then it's a- like, oh, how dare they clutch yeah. my pearls? Oh, yeah, shit. Exactly. You know.
3: Yep. Okay. Uh, now. After that, uh, little crow goes to Canada, and he said, "Um, "Yeah, Uh, my granddad helped you in the War of eighteen twelve. I think you owe (laughs) us." The British, the British didn't think so.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's He's trying to get the Brits in. Yeah, He even
3: met with the uh, HBC Governor uh, Alexander Dallas. He asked for guns and ammo, but he was just reminded, uh, told him to go back. Leave Canada.
2: Bring me beaver pelts. Maybe we'll yep. talk about giving you some whiskey. But that's what it.
3: Yep. So back in the U.S., he finds out that Pope had formed two armies to come chase him.
2: The Pope. I wish it was just that, the actual Pope. Mm-hmm. Uh, 3,300
3: under Sibley and 4,000 under Sully.
2: Well, now we're talking about some troops. Oh, General mm-hmm. Sully.
3: Uh, this would actually go on for Two years. Two, next two summers on and off. Well,
2: we're gonna dip. That's going to be a whole separate. Well, this. Thing. Well, th-
3: we're in December of yeah, sixty two. So saying, yeah,
2: you don't dip into the.
3: Well, I can the, dip my whip wherever I want.
2: I'll rip your dick whip, whippets. What? Mm-hmm.
3: So by then, uh, little crow had a few supporters. Uh, Sixteen men, one woman. <laughs> All right. He decided to go home and. Basically, die. Oh <laughs> my! I guess I'll just go die. So, little crow and his son—that's uh, who went back to Minnesota. The rest Little crow, to, little, little yeah, little crow? Little, little, little crow. Uh,
1: little little crow.
3: The rest went to Canada. So they were picking berries, <laughs> just being like, you know, Yogi the bear or something. Yeah. A man and his son come along. Nathan Lamson and his son Chauncey. <laughs> they spot him through a clearing. Take aim and look, shot him. <laughs> look,
2: father, Indians, red Indians.
1: Whoa, what? This yeah. little, little crow got iced by this motherfucker. Well, it, was also, yep. it was
2: also on this. It was on the outskirts of this guy's land too. It was like a normal like farmer. It was one of those farmers from that area. Yeah. Who you know had probably lived through many parts of that and had a lot of friends killed. Yeah. And kind of like it's not like little crow was kind of mysterious looking. People knew who he the fuck he was. Right. It was like is that fucking. Is that fucking little crow, like, picking fucking berries in my yard after this massacre shit he just pulled off? Yeah. And then he ghosted? Is this motherfucker going to come pick berries in my fucking yard and think he's not going to get shot? That was more probably the attitude.
1: Yeah.
3: Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And this was almost a year later. This is July of next year that he goes home. Um, So. he gets hit in the side. Uh, he took a, takes up his gun, and the hunter both kind of shot at the same time. Um, Little Crow got hit. Uh, shot his rifle, but got deflected in the shoulder, which was good enough to kill him. Yeah. Um, uh, Little Crow managed to shoot the other guy in the shoulder, but he survived. Yeah. I guess it just matters what kind of meat you hit. Chauncey yeah. freaked out and ran home. How old was Chauncey? Is it saying there? I think he was like a twelve like, or something. Or 12, yeah. Okay.
2: Chauncey. So basically, an adult. Cha- yep. Chauncey is the worst fucking name. Yeah. I so agree. his dad
3: hides in the bushes, and he takes off during the night, getting home at two in the morning. <laughs> hey, son. Thanks for leaving me
1: for dead. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Little oh, crow I was looking
1: for <clears throat> my gun. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> uh, Little crow's
3: son wrapped him in a blanket and put new moccasins on him, and left him in the woods. 26 days later he was captured by Sibley soldiers near Devil's Lake He
1: Ooh. was sentenced
3: to death but Lil, he got a
1: reprieve Lil Lil Crow, Lil, Lil Crow. Mm-hmm. Okay.
3: He got released in 1866 and he founded the first YMCA for the Sioux Whoa! Wow. When was that? 26? Now he could can win all bar yeah. bites That was it
1: 1926?
3: Oh, 1866 he got Eight, released oh. How I the fuck
1: know. long has YMCA
2: been around? Long fucking time They have a dollop about it I think what the fuck? Yeah, long it's, fucking time.
3: Wasn't it started by a of some something? Yes,
2: kind yeah. of a closet <laughs> no. Christian guy that wanted to help boys swim.
1: Oh, and, yeah, yeah. <laughs> swim uh, naked,
2: make sure and swim. Young Mary, young men's. Mary I guess that Mary makes naked. it
1: the Young Men's Christian Association. Yes, that's like the guy that we we found the the uh, business cards for down in Portland. The um, oh, what's his name? T. Wayne Waters. Male Masturbation Research Clinic. Oh, God. I ever show you that? No. (laughs) There's a... We were playing with this band down in Portland, and we stayed at their, like, punk house, and they're, like, telling us a story about how they were... Three of them were waiting at a bus stop to go downtown, and this guy walks up, and he starts asking them weird pointed questions, like, Hey, how's it going, guys? You guys, uh... You guys, uh... You guys... You guys all drink? Like, yeah. (laughs) You guys all... You guys like to smoke weed? Yeah. Do you guys have girlfriends? what are you getting at, man? <laughs> He's like, here, take my card. And they hand, he hands them one card and they're reading it. It's like, T. Wayne Waters, Male Masturbation Research Center. Or, yeah, Research Center. And then there's like a line that says time and uh, appointment date or something ah! like that. Yeah, with <laughs> his phone number on it. <laughs> and so they showed me the card and I was just like, what the fuck? And, oh, yeah, it says like, get paid... For uh, hourly male <laughs> masturbation research. Oh
2: god! <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. So they, no. they got the one card from him, and they're like, "What the fuck?" They're like, "Dude, can we have like a whole bunch more of those cards?" I have some friends that would probably be interested. So like, "Oh yeah, sure." <laughs> <laughs> so they have like a stack of that dude's cards sitting at their house. I have one in my in my desk at home. Oh. I'll, maybe I'll take a picture of that and put it on Jump. Instagram.
3: I can't really masturbate for more than two hours. I don't yeah. know how oh, say, to, that would work. I was going to say,
1: speaking
2: of fucking ether, I'm sure there's oh, dude. Some yeah. of that in the back I was just room. trying
1: to imagine the the clinic, yeah, yeah, oh. <laughs> the research center. Oh yeah, it's like a fucking windowless oh. cellar with like a video camera on a tripod. Never
2: mind all this <laughs> plastic sheeting on the floors. <laughs> yeah. We're just waiting on the new carpet.
3: And the saw guy comes in.
2: Yeah. <laughs> you want to play a game? <laughs> uh
3: Nathan uh, Lampson received $500 from the Minnesota legislator for killing Little Crow. It's yep. a
1: nice little bonus. Wow. Well. Want a gift card? Was that, I wonder if there was like a bounty out on his head or if oh, it, yeah, he, yeah, uh, it was just oh, yeah. a ha- happy. No, no, no. Because okay. like
2: we said, like he was for a year, he'd been trying to, he never surrendered. He was trying to get. Oh,
1: other people to come fight. Like, okay. That the makes British sense. British yeah. and shit. You know? No. Yeah. He was fucking wanted. Okay, so he was wanted for sure. <laughs> Jesus.
3: Dead or
1: What's funny
2: is he was the one that kind of resisted in the beginning, and then ended, ended up being the ended up being the one that's trying to let it fucking die. <laughs>
3: yep. So the morning of July Fourth, this is lucky.
2: No, you're soldiers
3: working. found Little Crow's body in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> and they <was> <laughs> so They scalped him and brought him into town. Of Hutchinson. Of Hutchinson. Did. The corpse was dumped in the middle of Main Street. Boys set firecrackers in his ears and mouth, Ooh. but by evening, people lost interest and was tossed into the awful pit outside of town. Oh, I thought they what cut, cut off pit? It awful. awful,
2: like all where you dump your kitchen scraps in your chamber pot and your, your cow skulls, your, your dead dog, and <laughs> placenta, <laughs> and yeah, stuff. Sure.
3: Uh, later, a cavalry officer was smart enough to cut off his head. And, you know, sneak into the pit outside of town. Yeah. He gave it to a doctor in town and he put it in a kettle of lime to preserve it. It was put on the display at the State uh, Historical Society in St. Paul in 1896. What the fuck? Along with his deformed arms. Uh, this kind of pissed off his friend Sibley. In 1971, his remains were returned and they were buried at his family's plot in South Dakota, his grandson in
2: attendance. So, only 110 <laughs> years later? Give or take, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is not the first we've t- heard about. Yeah, I know, I
1: know, but still having to deal Uh-oh. with this. I know, but still, like
3: when you know, Casey Come and the on. Sunshine Band are up. Talking it up. Uh huh. Oh, this is uh, yeah, there are two chiefs, uh, Shakopee and uh, Middle Medicine Bottle. Yep. Um, you told them, already told them the story, but uh, the two Canadians waited three years to get paid their, their ransom $1,000. Ah. Uh, uh, many Sioux just died in captivity the following years. Oh, yes. Uh, until the government decided their fate.
2: That's the winter camp where a lot of the Sioux that did nothing got put. Well, it's down right next to the river. Yeah. So cold as fuck. And yeah. All fenced in. So, like, a lot of dying.
1: Yeah, dude. Just
2: happening in there.
1: Wow. But it's like a. That is a
2: lot of teepees. Yeah. In, but like it, an area it, it about makes the me...
1: size of a football field. It kind of reminds me of, like, the. It's the a, probably first... an island
3: across from Fort Snelling. Well, the medioculus. first, like, Jewish
1: ghettos that the, like, Nazis put people into, right? Like, where they just cordoned off. Kind of.
2: Or even, like, the Civil War out. prison camps where they got the. Yeah. Sewage running right into the stream where all the prisoners have to drink from, that kind of thing. Now this is the one next to the Minnesota River, so it's not the one on the island. The one on the island is different. Uh, So there's more with this.
3: Yay! Uh, 300 die in captivity. Uh, They do get shuttled around to... uh,
2: Nebraska?
3: uh, Iowa, then South Dakota, then Nebraska. Uh, Sitting Bull visits them there. At the uh, vowed never to go out like that, Yep. Go out fighting.
1: I uh, think he, I think what he actually said was, it was like, uh, I ain't about to go out like no bitch. No, I think he was I quoted think the that's same. A direct quote. Yep. yeah. Uh,
3: the remaining Dakota Sioux were pursued over 63 and 64 by a sibling, Sully, who I think we told, and him we that.
2: will talk to you, to you much more in the past about Sully because mm-hmm. he's he's one in of the our hom- hometown. Yay. Uh, not heroes, but like a lot of shit's named after Sully, where we're from.
3: Yep. And uh, what was it? 64 was Sand Creek. Uh, yeah. 66 was Fetterman. Yep. Um, in Mankato, they finally took down the side that read 38 Sioux Indians were hung here. Right. And what's In 1992. And what's the big <laughs> thing
2: about, we, we kind of skimmed over it, and I knew we were probably going to come past it, and I feel like that this is the time to do that. What was Mankato. Mankato was where they hung him and it, it was the largest mass hanging in American history. Yep.
0: Yes. And
2: Ooh. the I don't know if you remember Colin that used to work at the Funhouse. Yeah. Like he's from Mankato. Oh we He always talk about that. Yeah. I didn't know that. How many people was it? Uh, what it was thirty? Thirty-nine. Thirty-nine or thirty-eight. Thirty-eight. 38 so or all at once, like all at once on the scaffold, like
1: <clears throat> a one into
3: two, and a-
2: yep. A lot of guys singing their death song and holding hands. Being stoic and boom. Wow. But uh yeah, and uh I know a while back, uh Mankato and I think the state of Minnesota They renamed
3: uh, it Reconciliation Park.
2: Yeah, because they apologized to the Sioux and there was a there's a documentary made about uh Sioux people like riding across Minnesota from their reservation, which is nowhere near Minnesota anymore, yeah. riding the whole way back into Mankato and people like kind of going along and like, you know, and like kind of apologizing for oh, right, whatever, right. but then, you know, also like, well, you know, sorry, some of our people nailed your baby to the tree, but, kind of but no, we're off, really or... sorry we put you on the res and starved you and
1: did, you know, so yeah. there was a little bit of it's really good. That's good. I mean, step, baby steps, man.
3: Yeah. So uh 77 soldiers were killed. Uh 450 to 800 civilians. That's how much things differ. And 150 dead Sioux, including the 38 that were hung there.
2: Yeah. So, this is one of those ones that's atypical of a lot of the other ones we've talked about. Yeah. A, because the uh, Sioux were kind of the initial aggressors. I mean, they were pushed into a corner, yes. Right. But it kind of started out with some just kind of atrocity kind of shit and not really any kind of real plan.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. It's just everybody's pissed off and like. I just want to fuck shit up right now. But then, a, ah! then
2: a plan kind of came together, and then once they started getting some success, like we're saying, the way a war leader was, it wasn't like overarching power. So some of these guys are like, nah, I'd just rather go loot. So if they would have kept coalesced like that and just kept their momentum up, yeah, there's a chance. I mean, eventually, after the Civil War, they would have been fucking annihilated by you know, they would have said the entire fist and would they end up doing that anyway. Right. Least, like, they could have wiped out Minneapolis. Probably, they probably could have gained back at least a large part of Minnesota for at least a time. Damn. If they would have maintained their momentum. But right. Stay together, but yeah, infighting,
1: right. they split apart. Because and... they
2: had the opportunity to like fuck up all these like green recruits and, you know, Sibley taking his time not wanting to stir up shit. You know, they kind of had a chance. But, you know, hindsight's yeah, for 2020 have- you know.
3: Gotta get that brand new Marshall amp, Luton.
2: Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. You think I, think I got
1: the, this I think, guitar that you uh, today? I
2: think the Dakota were more into the uh,
1: orange amps. Oh, than Marshall. Oh, yeah. Marshall's more,
2: Marshall's more of a Blackfoot thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> then you got the the Northwest tribes are all about Vox, man. Yep. yep. Yeah.
3: Mesa Boogie, nice like the Apache yeah.
2: <laughs> that's where the game name came from. Yeah, oh, dude. <laughs> it was actually designed in with coalition with the
1: Navajo. Okay. And the Apaches. Yeah, it's that's what the Navajo
3: Mesa. are known for: their blankets and their and their tube amplifiers. Yeah. Tube amplifiers. Yep.
2: <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. Well, that was a long one, but it's meant to be a two parter anyway. I don't know where we're going to split it up, but
1: oh, I'll figure it out. Yeah. Man, we only that was a long one. We only took one break. Holy yeah. shit. That, I, we're power in through it. two and a half hours almost. Holy Whoa, fuck. fuck. Yeah. Um, I say we go out with a hail of gunfire. All yeah, uh, right? So we'll eat some dana.
2: hoo See you later. Bye. Bye.